0: Well, good morning and welcome to another edition of Watch Dog (laughs) Radio.
1: Live from the Watch Dogs Radio studio in Atlanta, Georgia. You are listening to Saturday Morning Live on Watch Dogs Radio. Watch Dogs Radio is a production of the Dads of Great Students program of the National Center for Fathering. Go to fathers.com slash watchdogs to learn more. Call in now to be a part of our program at 215-383-3728. And now, here is the host of our show, my daddy.
0: Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Watch Dogs Radio. I'm your host, Keith Shoemaker. Of course, we're having a little technical difficulty. I'm on the road once again operating from the laptop. It has been a crazy summer. I've been all over the place, and I would like to thank Jim Heath for standing in uh, for me last week. I was actually uh, up in Maryland uh, spending some time up there at the uh, National Fire Academy. I had just spent some time in Raleigh, North Carolina with a group where uh, we had about 300 people uh, in place for the uh, watchdog seven steps to success training. And, uh, out of those, uh, out of that group, we had 93 actually register and, uh, and choose to move on forward, uh, with, uh, learning a little bit more about watchdogs. So that was a part of our uh, relationship with the North Carolina United Methodist church and the North Carolina superintendent of schools, Dr. June Atkinson. And it's, uh, It's just a great time, a great opportunity to uh, expand into uh, North Carolina. So uh, it was nice to uh, be able to take a little bit of time, be with them, and then go up uh, and spend some time up at the National Fire Academy. But uh, as I said, I want to thank Jim Heath for uh, standing in there for me and uh, taking the show on. Jim, I've got Jim back with me today. How are you doing today, Jim? I'm doing wonderful. How are you, Keith? Doing good, doing good. Uh, as I said, we've had some uh, a little bit of technical issues this morning, so we're both uh, calling in on our phones, which is uh, a little unusual. So I apologize for uh, our quality that uh, we may have uh, today, uh, Jim. I, I do want to appreciate uh, bringing on uh, Elliot three last uh, last week. Uh, sounded really good. I, I was able to get it uh, edited and uh, and reposted, and uh, it sounded real good. So uh, so thanks. How do you think things went last week? I think well well Elliot is a uh, a veteran stand up comedian. You know, I actually
1: met him when I started doing open mic at a comedy club in Kansas City. <clears throat> I guess that would have been nineteen ninety six. And um <clears throat> Elliot was very nice to me when I met him and you know, just kinda gave me a lot of advice. Elliot's been doing comedy since uh stand up since I think it was nineteen eighty, really when he started and um goes way, way back. I mean he has literally worked with, you know, Jerry Seinfeld, Jeff Foxworthy, um, just toured all over the world uh, with with a lot of musicians as well. Patty LaBelle, uh, just, just on and on and on. And uh, you know, it's funny. Elliot used to roommate ba- roommate in L.A. with Sinbad and Dennis Miller. They were friends of his. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, those comedians. So he's, um, you know, it just is a great guy to have on too. Because you know, not only is he he's a funny guy, but you know, he's a father of three, and um, you know, his his act. Uh, revolves a lot around his family life, his stand-up comedy act. If anybody wanted to check his website out, I believe it's etcomedy.com. dot com. And uh, but he, I uh, he helped produce his uh, one and only CD uh, several years mm-hmm. back called Biscuits Biscuits Made from Scratch. And it really, he talked about his life with his father, and uh, his father was you know very instrumental in in his life, being a positive role model, and you know trying to keep him. Uh, uh, going the right direction so his dad was um very um you know big into he was city manager of kansas city assistant city manager and then city manager of kansas city missouri for quite some time and uh, oh really uh, okay yeah very very uh uh you know it's kind of funny his dad um goes so far back that when uh um uh, martin luther king a week before he was uh assassinated had dinner at the three house uh, Elliot's parents wow and that's yeah, wow. so, a lot of history there. And, you know, Elliot is all about, you know, education and, you know, people, you know, being around for their kids. So it was great to have him on. The show is obviously mm-hmm. so short. <laughs> we only have so yes. much time. But we also had Rich Bartow on. And, yes, um, yes.
0: You know, and he's always R- Rich Started uh, so cool.
1: Yeah, three, you know, he started Watch Dogs at three different schools here in our town. I've been right there with him uh, you know, on his side trying to help, you know, launch him. But, you know, I I don't know how often, you know, you get a a local dad the opportunity to start at three different schools like that. You know, uh, usually you kind of stay at one until your kid goes up. But uh, uh, all of our elementaries now, uh, thanks to, you know, Rich starting the first one, all of our uh, six elementaries have it. Uh, Now our two intermediate schools and then now our junior high. Um, Still haven't got to high school yet, but uh, there's still hope. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Well, exactly, and you know, on that note, uh, you know, my girls went back on uh, Thursday, and uh, I started. We do uh, what I call our Watchdogs Morning Madness. That started when I was at the uh, elementary school, and it's basically, you know, just helping the new kids, the new students. Uh, being around there to be a little extra support for the uh administration and the faculty, uh for those new students that are just having a little hard time having uh you know, a little hard time getting around and at the elementary level it's of course it's the, the kindergartners and managing that separation anxiety and you know sometimes mom needs a little help too. Uh so it's it's always kinda of fun to do that to be there and support. But uh now the school that I'm involved with now is uh it's actually a fixed through uh, six through twelve, and I uh, had the opportunity to uh, help out there. You know, it funny before the day was over, I was helping with lockers and uh, you know just helping those uh, sixth graders you know learn how to open their locker. And uh, they, but by the time the end of the day was over, you know they had me you know fixing doors and screwdrivers and swinging hammers and all kinds of stuff <laughs> before it was <laughs> over. But uh, believe you it know, or not, and I, I don't... don't. Go ahead.
1: I find I find that when I'm, you know, just volunteering as a watchdog, that obviously I'm, I'm working with the kids, but, you know, you get involved in some projects, too, you know, and I've taken, you know, a couple projects on to help free the teacher up so they can interact closer, you know, with the kids. So, you know, a watchdog mm-hmm. could do, you know, multiple different things,
0: um, you know. Uh, oh, exactly. So and, but we don't, uh, at, <clears throat> at these schools, and I, and I know some schools, they implement their watchdogs program the you know, the full bore program, you know, at different times, you know, in our case, uh, we wait about two weeks, two to three weeks before we, you know, step into the classrooms, but they're so used to me being around there, you know, they were like, Oh, come on in. (laughs) So uh, it was just great to see the, you know, the kids that are actually happy to be heading back to school. I know my daughters were, uh, were really pretty excited. i uh, I've actually got three. I don't know if uh, if I've mentioned that my third, uh, so to speak, daughter. We're uh, hosting a uh, Korean international student this year, and uh, she is with us now. So I've got three daughters at that school, and uh, it's just uh, a lot of fun. But just to see the the looks on the faces, and I actually had a couple of uh, sixth graders that were, uh, you know, they, they kind of look like kindergartners coming in. I'm not not trying to slam, you know, these kids or whatever, but. You know they're, they they feel like they're walking into the mouth of a lion when they uh and they go in there and they see those you know the high schoolers running around and and uh, just you know just having a chance to um, you know step into the building and see what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. That um, you know that's something I'm gonna shoot off the principal of the
1: elementary school that my youngest son goes to about you know being there maybe the first day even because same with uh, our program. We really don't open the schedule up until a good, probably a week into it, and then everybody fills in the next week. But, um mm-hmm. yeah, that first few days, you know, I did that at the first elementary school that I was involved with. There was, even even a week or two in, there were kindergartners that just flipped out because, you know, oh, yeah. they never been in that environment before. And, you know, they would, they would have me, you know, just, you know, kind of sit in the corner with them and, you know, with me and impressions and voices and, you know, I might, without a Yoda voice or a cartoon character or something, to, <laughs> just to change and get them smiling, change
0: their thought pattern, and realize, you know, this has yeah. to be a fun place. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, and, uh, and and that's the thing. I mean, they're going to be there one way or the other, so I guess, it, you know, they need to make the best of it. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, we did a half a day the first day on Thursday and then a full day on Friday and the uh now the uh boy for my er, wife the school where my wife teaches uh they actually finished their first full week they started uh Monday on a full day and uh and made their first full week so it's been uh it's been a lot of fun it's been uh it's been interesting getting back into the swing of things and uh I've been jokingly looking at it like I can actually have the house to myself and get some work done so <laughs> that's uh <laughs> that, that, that's something I'm looking forward to, but uh, but yeah, their their first weekend, they're they're having some fun now. Uh, Jim, remind us uh, as we go into the break here, what uh, what schools are you uh, connected with? Raymore,
1: Missouri. I have uh, an elementary school here uh, in Raymore, uh, Creekmore Elementary, and then uh, Eagle Glen Intermediate School. So I'm connected with uh, a K through fourth
0: elementary and a um, uh, fifth and sixth. Wow, and it's always interesting to see the different models, uh, the different schools that's used. We had that yeah. discussion about junior high in some areas, middle school in some areas, intermediate in some. So it's uh, it's different. But guess what? Watchdog works in, uh, in all of us. So uh, if you're listening to us live, we're going to go into the break here for a few minutes. But if you want to call in and talk about your back-to-school time, give us a call at 215-383-3728. And we will be back in just a few minutes after a couple of quick messages about quite long. Do you remember what it was like when we were in school? Well, today's classrooms are nothing like we remember. Education in today's world is a very dynamic and interactive experience. So, Dad, if you're trying to support your children in their education based on the memories of your education, you may be way off base. So, how does a father in today's world learn to support the education of his children? You have to step into the classroom and into the teacher's world. Of course, for important security reasons, you can't just walk into a school. The National Dads of Great Students Program, known as Watch Dogs, gives dads a chance to step into their children's classroom in a positive and supportive way and learn about supporting teachers and their students in today's educational environment. Over 4,500 schools are currently using the Watchdogs Program to engage dads in their community. Call your school to see if a Watchdogs Program is available. If not, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs to learn more. This message brought to you by the National Center for Fathering and this station. Hey, how you doing? This is Bobby Boucher. I wish I would have had a watchdog at my school
1: and had a positive male role model in my life. Instead at home, I had Steve. Uh Sign up to be a watchdog now and don't be a Steve. Uh Thank you. Hey, Dad, have you ever wanted to know what my day is really like at school? Now you can find out. You can be a watchdog for a day at my school. Dog stands for Dad's a Great Student. Watchdogs are great. They greet me and my friends at the door in the morning and spend time with us in our classrooms. At lunch, at recess, and at the end of the day, they make sure we go safe. I know my education is important to you, and I would be so proud if you could come. Madison's dad has already volunteered, and he is coming back again soon. I love you, Dad.
0: Go to fathers.com watchdogs.
1: You're listening to Watch Dogs
0: Radio. Now, back to the show. And we are back. Watch Dogs Radio, episode number 151, Saturday morning live. If you would like to join uh, my good friend Jim Heath and I on our uh, weekly quest of father engagement, you can give us a call at 215-383-3728. That's 215-383-3728. We are broadcasting live on Saturday morning all across the country. Uh, We started at 11 a.m. Eastern. We generally run until about 11.30. But if you have any other questions with us uh, through the uh, course of the week, you can always call the Watchdogs National Office in Springdale, Arkansas at 888- five four zero three six four seven that's eight 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 five four zero dogs That's an easy way to remember that uh you know what one of the things that uh i have not really taken a great deal of time and i absolutely should have done over the last uh uh several months is to uh take time uh jim to thank you for the uh, work that you've done for us Uh, a lot of people don't uh, realize that uh a lot of our uh, spots and our um, our PSAs are uh, are coming from you, the wonderful voice of uh, Jim Heath, uh, otherwise known as. Uh, well, what what is? It? Help me out here. Well, what's your your stage name? You know, I, I have a nick,
1: nickname. Well, the mimic of mayhem is kind of a little catchphrase that I, I I you know nickname or whatever I threw out there. Uh, you know, for years I, I did stand up comedy for a while, and my my stage name was Red Hot. Just because of my red hair, but you know, as I get older and it's it's going more white, my friends nickname me "White Hot," which I think is not good. So. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, the uh, you know, for me, you know, it's it's my pleasure, obviously, to you know, any way I can help out. You know, watchdogs as a whole, whether that be watchdogs radio, uh, doing some spots. You know, I, I do a lot of voices and characters and things like that. I, I've gotten recently into voiceover work, uh, doing. Uh, Impressions and different, you know, deep voices and things for commercials. And you know, hey, if I can donate mm-hmm. my time, why not? You know, and uh, um, comedy and I mean humor. I mean, just who, who doesn't love to laugh? You know, and yeah, you know, I'm just fortunate that when I'm you know volunteering as a watchdog that I can um, use humor big time. And that's what mm-hmm. I think any dad listening or considering is just man, use use your humor whether you think you have it or not. You know, you can be a dry person, oh, yeah. but still. It can't help but laugh. You know, my my last Watchdog Day this past school year, uh, a kindergarten teacher had given me three kids, three I mean high strung top spinners I call them. <laughs> you know, it gives me just a bucket of activities and says, "Here, take them out to the common area and uh, have them go through anything in this bucket." Well, they weren't having Teacher Stand up comedians, I take it.
0: Jim is it <laughs> teacher. Stand up you. comedians? Is that right? <laughs> it, was,
1: it was so funny. There were other teachers and their classes that were going by because they could hear the laughter and just us interacting. And, you know, I, it was kind of funny. We actually had a little crowd by the time uh, my little session with them was <laughs> over. But I had such a good time, and, it you know, you just forget about everything else. And it's, it's, it's I wouldn't say therapeutic, you know, on, on my side. I mean, I, I, I get a lot out of it. But, you know, uh-huh. i see them just get a break. And, you know, I know all three of those kids, you know, um, you know, just don't have that type of uh, you know supposed uh, relationship at home. So, wow. Um, and, you know, of course, as watchdogs, we don't ever really know what their home life's like. You know, we yeah. just don't really yeah. can't ask and so forth, and we uh, don't talk about what we do know. And but wow, you know, humor, fun, watchdog—it can be a blast. It should be a blast. And you know,
0: oh I, exactly. Funny, I've
1: never heard—I've never heard one watchdog say that he ha- he didn't have a good time. I mean ever. I I'm sure maybe there's somebody that could maybe say that, but I I've never seen it, you know, and I I've been mm-hmm. around literally several hundred men that have volunteered for this. So oh um, yeah you know oh, I yeah. think you know we can just keep keep the program going and uh and what are we in about 4,800 schools now?
0: Yeah, we're a little over forty seven hundred. We're hoping to uh cross that uh five thousand line here within uh before the end of the year at least. And wow. uh wow. Just to yeah. be able to Yeah. To engage guys all the way across the the country. I mean, I've got a tremendous amount of traction uh, on the East Coast right now in uh, in Georgia and North Carolina. Some of the work that we're doing, uh, we've had a lot of good work up in Virginia and Maryland. It's just uh, it's been great. And and when you see the look on people's face that you know they realize, wait a minute, you're telling <laughs> me that's not too good to be true. That it actually can happen. That we can have. You know, a hundred, a hundred and fifty uh, male role models participating in our school, and I say, yes, yes, you can, and and it's a uh, uh, it's a great program, and we've had a lot of fun with it. Well, uh, well, Jim, getting, uh, I'm going to get back to you though. What, what's your most requested uh, impression? And and I may not, you know, yeah. I, I don't want to put you on the spot, but but maybe no, when, no, uh, well, it's we'll funny you because uh, of. you know the kids,
1: like of course the kids, you know, it's funny because when I'm when I'm. Or as a watchdog, primarily the elementary level. Uh, there, the the difference between K through four and and the fifth and sixth graders are different voice requests, of course, because mm-hmm. they watch different shows. And you know, fortunately, I try to you know a lot of them like Shaggy and Scooby Doo. You know, like if but what I what I'll say is uh, you know you know, I'll, I'll get to a table in the lunchroom and they'll say, dude, do a voice, do Shaggy, do Scooby. And I'll say some, you know, I said, most of you have to eat. Somebody's got to eat a piece of fruit or vegetable first. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> they all start. It's so funny because, you know, they'll they'll go ahead and even most of them won't, you know, like necessarily eat a vegetable. So they will for a voice. And then when they do it, I'll I'll throw something out. Like, hey, like, hey, Scoob, like we're at Creekmore Elementary. Really likes Creekmore. <laughs> like so you just you just lay it out there, and you know I don't really hope it gets a laugh. I usually know it does, but the oh, yeah. it really changes their thought patterns, so Shaggy and Scooby is one of the most requested. I get Yoda, which is you know the Star Wars Yoda, you know the mm-hmm. you know yes. intermediate. Be with you you know, and you know it's 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 funny 'cause people say, I do, do I mean, I probably do at least a good fifty voices that uh uh-huh. you know, I've worked on. And, you know, pro you know, I've i got friends of mine that are she's they're making a million dollars a year with their voices in, you know, Hollywood oh, yeah. and television and so forth and monster money. And they could just wake up one morning doing these voices. It, you know, they they developed them, you know, I I have a little mini studio here at my home you know, I practice. If I want to learn somebody's voice, you know. Um, you know, I audition for commercials a lot. And, you know, i part of, I got several services, and auditions will come out and say, hey, uh, may, you know, maybe they need a Yoda for this particular commercial. And then I'll sit there and read their script and the voice of Yoda, submit it, and cross my fingers and hope I get it, you know. And so there's a lot of practicing, you know, with the voices. And uh, obviously having two young boys myself, you know, I, I, I bounce voices off them constantly. I think they're a little you know desensitized from it now yeah they're they're not like the kids at school because you know uh, I mean one day I literally talked like Shaggy and Scooby pretty much the whole day and I wouldn't come (laughs) out of character um I was at school and just probably drove the teachers nuts but uh you know um I do that with my kids I coach you know I, I coach both my boys soccer teams and basketball teams and you know I'll kind of give them a reward I'll say hey if you can you guys can all do this and you know, I'll talk in this voice the whole practice, you know, <laughs> it's fun, you know, and just, you just make it lighthearted, and, you know, obviously, you oh, know, yeah. not everybody can do impressions, but, uh, you know, I used to try to do voices when I was little, though. I used to, one of the first voices was uh, the Pillsbury Doughboy, you know, and uh, I used to just drive uh, my sisters. I, I grew up with three sisters and a brother, and, you know, I'd be with them. Oh, wow. Nothing says 11 yeah. like muffins. <laughs> you know, and uh it just giggle like him. You know, I mean I would literally be little, I mean I was probably six, seven years old, you know, and uh doing yeah. doing that voice, but through you know, I really it was when I got into stand up and I would start meeting other impressionists and I would see the reaction of the crowds. You know, it just you know, you got straight stand ups, you know, like Jeff Foxworthy yeah, really, for example, who's a great, you know, Georgia based, you know, comedian, mm-hmm. uh fellow Georgian. Uh, then you have uh impressionist like Frank Caliendo, who's an unbelievable oh, impressionist. Yes. Yeah, I've been around Frank. Yeah, he's, he's, you know, it's funny. He's a dad. We have kids the same age, um, and he's very involved in his kids' lives. You know, I, I, uh, from what I understand lately, he's actually coaching his son's teams, you know, and, you know, but yet he, you know, if anyone's heard of him, he is, uh, you know, hardworking, very good impressionist. Oh, yes, and yes. Yeah, you know, I don't, uh, I don't think he's a watchdog. We'll have to get him to be a watchdog sometime. You know, his his son and daughter. We can know, work also, on that. Yeah, it's it's a private school that they go to, but I know private schools as well as you know, Christian private schools, yeah. and then uh, public schools, of course. That's you know our mainstay, you know, for watchdogs. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll try to get him in there, and I'd love to get him on for you as a guest sometime. I'll, you know, he's got oh, his man. own podcast going now, and um, yes, it's called the Podfathers. And uh, yeah. uh, where he's on with two other dads, so maybe we could get oh, him wow. to call in. Since yeah, it's called Podfathers, and um, yeah. you know maybe yeah. we can get him to call in and talk about the Podfathers, and then and, and cross our fingers that he'll throw some impressions out. <laughs> and uh, absolutely, uh, but he's 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 really good. You know he, uh, you know if if anyone has ever heard him, when you catch his live show, you're going to hear a good forty fifty impressions. You know throughout that one hour, and you know he. If you've ever seen, he used to be the Dish Network TV guy. You know, he's doing that George mm-hmm. Bush on that. Yeah, but he's really yeah. famous for his John Madden impression. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, uh, so, yeah. Now, he had yeah, a, so the, he
0: have a series at one time. Yeah, That's he the, had It was uh, uh, called
1: Frank TV. It was called Frank TV. Yeah. It was on TBS. There two seasons. And then, um, you know, he I, I just moved on to something else. But, you know, how Hollywood is. But, uh, you know, he was at yeah. the Monte, Carly, Monte, Monte Carlo Hotel for almost two years. Doing five shows a week so um you know that's that's quite demanding as you can imagine you know to, exactly uh, well he's coming
0: many- to i believe he's coming to atlanta in december i'm going to see if i can try to get tickets because i'd like to uh i mean just because of the connection i know you have with him but i uh, you know i'd just like to go see him i went back and pulled up some of his uh some of the things on youtube and, and whatever and i mean he is, <laughs> uh, he is hilarious but it's it's good to hear he's doing a uh a father involvement podcast i'm going to look that up and uh and, and see yeah that, it, uh, well you know it's it's, when, it's called pod fathers and i've i've certainly listened to it and they
1: talk about all kinds of things you know they don't really necessarily get you know uh straight down on the father stuff because they can talk about anything they there and it's you know podcasting there's you can say what you want you know <laughs> oh yeah so you know obviously wide we, open you know when i'm on with you we keep things very clean of course and and uh, that show is, is fairly clean too, but you just you just never know because when you're doing these podcasts there's no way to there's no dump button, you know what I mean, unless you go back and edit it. You know, so uh, but Frank is a monster impression. there's a lot of good impressions out there and you know, for me as a watchdog it just happens to be, you know what, like that's you know, I don't fully do that for a living. You know, that's something that you know, some guys golf and some guys bowl um i do neither (laughs) so i i I just stand up and that was i would go to open mic every monday night you know my buddies would go bowling monday or tuesday night or whatever but i'd go to open mic every monday night for two years i did that um probably the first six months was just gut wrenching you know stage fright just i would literally you know pray that lightning would strike the club and burn it down before i got there i didn't want to go on it was just just gut wrenching and then you know you start getting used to it and and so forth so um, you know, for me to when I'm a watchdog, and you know, I'll, I'll talk at our watchdog meetings, and you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I have no fear of public speaking now at all, of course. So uh, you get used to it, um, that's
0: for sure. You know, I, I you I really do that crowd of 300 people the other day, and I was just so at home, felt you know, felt good doing it. Wow. And, uh, yeah, and and when you're doing a good thing, you know, it makes it that much better. So, well, Jim, you know, we've run out of time again. It's uh, it's amazing so how fast <laughs> little 30 minutes goes quick and. Uh, once again, I'd like to thank my good friend uh, Mr. Jim Heath, who uh, has been uh, gracious enough to stand in as uh, my backup when I'm anytime. not anytime to continue this uh, 151 episodes running. We've uh, we've never missed a week except for one, and, uh, and we're proud of that. Too. Well, we're going to be back next week on Saturday morning live at 11 o'clock. Join us, all in. And uh, in the meantime, call the Watch Dogs National Office to learn about getting your materials at 888-540-3647. Thank again, Jim, and we will talk to you later. Thank you for joining us in another edition of Watch Dogs Radio. Watch Dogs Radio is a production of the Dads of Great Students program of the National Center for Fathering. For more information on the Watch Dogs program and how to bring this great program to your school, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. Remember, the only schools that don't have a Watchdogs program are the ones that just don't know enough about us. And now for Eric and Chris and the staff at the Watchdogs National Office in Springdale, this is Keith Shoemaker. Be sure to join us next week. Have a great week.